Everybody, welcome to the Players Procrastinators. My name is Tanner Sherlock. My name is Aaron Leal. And we have a podcast. And we're back. We had, took a quick break because Tanner was I was, was dying. Yeah, we took, a, we took a little bit of a break. I apologize. I was deathly ill. I was bedridden for the entirety of last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but now... I can talk. He had the flu. I can, yeah, I did. I had a really bad flu. Um, mm-hmm. I got a lot of coronavirus jokes. Yeah, I figured you would. Yeah. But I was about to make one, too, but I realized it didn't really matter. Yeah, um, thanks. I appreciate it. You, you probably had enough of that. I went to the doctor, and he was like, so have you been to China recently? And I was like, fuck you. Like, I get it. Like, I know. I, I they get... have to ask. No, it's not he, like a weird question. No, he was making a joke. He, is, he, he like, the way he f- framed it was as a joke. Oh, and then he said yes, and he went... <laughs> and drop this pen. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Uh, but now you're back in a healthy boy, and we can continue with our adventure. <laughs> Which and that it, and what's our adventure? What's our goal? Well, we're gonna we're making a game. Uh-huh. Well, I know that. Okay, no, I know that. I know it now. It's make a game or die trying or go bankrupt. Okay. I know because I uh-huh. listened to the outros like 17 times to get it in my brain. Good. Good job. Um, do you guys know Aaron edits audio edits this podcast? I do. I do. Quite impressive. It's crazy. I just cut and paste, baby. Um, and, and rewind sometimes. I had a question for you or, or like more of a revelation I had on the way here that okay. I want to talk about briefly. I'm excited. Which was, uh-huh. um, so so limos. Oh, my God. Okay. Why, why do we have limos? Because I drove past one, and it's just a very long car. It's like a... St- and for some reason, uh-huh. it's a it's like a status symbol yeah. of like yes, I can afford three cars and I can put them together. Like, I, it doesn't make. S- um, how are they? How are they like popular and how are they cool with? So my guess, yes, is that it's like like it's a mi- like because you can transport a lot of people in a limo, right? Yes. So um, okay, and it's a room thing. So I think it's those two things. So one, okay, it's, it's mul- a portable long room. Which yeah. So so. You have mm-hmm. a driver, right? Having a limo, you obviously have a driver. Somebody drives that limo for you, obviously, right? So because you have a someone driving, it's already fancy. Yeah, exactly. Not only that, but you have a ton of room in the back of that limo, mm-hmm. which means you can carry a lot of people, or you can just hang out in the back of your limo. Probably not alone. That'd be a weird <laughs> limo. Uh, I mean, some, I'm sure some people ride limos alone. Like uh, like super rich people who like their main form of transportation is a limo. That's like a stereotype. Yeah, maybe that's who I saw earlier. Uh, Mark Circa Corn. Not only that, but a lot of limos have like fancy features like refrigerators and stuff like that. And the longer your limo is, the more room you have to put that stuff in. So, okay, so let's make a let's make a scale. The longer it is, the the, 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 the richer you are yes. and the cooler you are. Yes. At what point does that sort of like go past the point? When it becomes a semi-truck. <laughs> When it, okay, so semi-truck long, you think that's too much? Yeah, I think that's too much. I think then you become a glorified trucker. Because all the turns you have to make. It's yeah, exactly. Impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, how, do you think you? Do you think they thought of how to make a drive-through for limos? Because that turn radius must be a bitch, huh? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you probably can't do it, huh? You probably can't make like drive-through turns. There's a Taco Bell down. Um, Whittier Boulevard, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. certainly cannot, I would not imagine I mean, it. you can't navigate that with a normal car. Uh, fuck you, no. So, <laughs> so to, to be in a limo is a so, whole other thing. I was once in a limo. Actually, I've been in a limo twice, actually. How was it? Uh, Did you feel good about yourself? The first time, no. Uh, the second time, yes. Can I tell you a quick story? <laughs> I got all the time in the world. So, so Tell me your limo I, story. So the first time... My school was really small. I only had like forty kids graduate my senior year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we had forty. Yes. 
Okay, I like tiny. just agreed because that's my default. But yeah, it's tiny, right? Okay, go on. So for one, I'm of my, trying not to think about that. For one of my classes, we had a. How were the popular kids? Was it one kid? I was like, voted. I, I was voted prom king. That I was the popular kid, and I. Just, oh, yeah. oh, they fucked up royally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, keep yeah, going. it was not a good time. Um, so, anyways, I um, we went on a field trip for this one class, mm-hmm. and they couldn't get a bus in time, right? So the school was like. Fuck it. Let's buy the kids a limo, or let let's rent the kids a limo, and we. And the cool thing about that is you can fit the entire school body. Basically, because dude. it's just forty fucking kids. <laughs> Basically, so we um we took the limo to the field trip. I forget where it was, but turns out trying to fit like thirty kids or like twenty kids or whatever in a single limo very hard. It was very cramped. I didn't have fun. A lot of uh, leg touching. Yes, a lot of leg touching. Um. I got very intimate with my, the, my seat partner's legs. Those, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My, my seat partner's meaning the people next to me. Well, we don't have to dwell on that. Um, so, so <coughs> limos. Oh, you have a, oh, I'm, uh. So, <laughs> go on. I, my friend uh, rented a limo mm-hmm. for our for my senior prom, um, and a bunch of us went. And you remember Brennan, obviously, who was I on do. the podcast before. He was the judge in our like third episode. Yeah, uh, he was my date to prom, and we went in a limo. My senior prom. How did I not know about this? Uh, that's a good question. I, I'm okay telling people. I'm How? not gay. Not bad. Uh huh. <laughs> but uh, I want to see. I have you. a girlfriend. Uh huh. <laughs> um, dig, dig more, dig more. So go deeper. Uh, I have tons of gay friends. God, um, okay, cut. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a joke. So, obviously, I know that's stupid. So how did you do the spotlight dance? Uh, so we um. Uh, so I was voted prom king, but my friend was voted prom queen. Okay. Um, and uh, there was no, like, I mean, there was spotlight dance, but we didn't dance um, for that one. Uh, did you dance at all with him? N- with Brennan? Yes, I did. Who was leading? Uh, so my favorite song, one of my favorite songs of all time is Kills Whispered by George Michael, right? Oh, it's a good song. Yeah, dude, it is. Yep, and that's how it goes. Yeah, it is. So um, my friends, uh, after I was voted prom king, mm-hmm. were it was like a running joke in our friend group, like Chaos mm-hmm. Whisper, right? Because it's a meme song, too. Uh-huh. Um, they went up to the DJs like, hey, can you play Chaos Whisper? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and slide him a crisp dollar bill. Exactly. And, the, and, and when it started playing, Brennan brought me on stage, and we mm-hmm. started dancing, like, really dramatically. Mm-hmm. And then all— Did all, you dip him, or did he dip you? He, both. Uh, and oh. not only that, How fun. but not a—like, si- like, we went up, mm-hmm. and then these two male teachers, who were just friends, also uh-huh. went up and started dancing— and then all of our male friends went up and started dancing with each other, like. And all the girls dancing. were, oh. Yeah, like it, ba- you're, you're kidding, but that's exactly what happened. I mean, I kind of wanted to be all right. Yeah, like my date, but no, man, just a bunch of dudes, just, just a bunch all of dudes men. laughing. Yeah, dancing with each other. Boys to, night out. Yeah, to kill his whisper. Any kisses? Sorry. Um, I almost kissed Brandon on accident. Oh. Okay. Uh, so that's a lie. But so yeah, that's uh, that was this. Those are my stories. Well, thank you for your story time stories. with Tanner. Um, we've established that you're very not gay, and that your <laughs> yeah. school body is about the size of a classroom. Yep. And that limos can only be about so long. Yeah, about like about yay big. Twenty feet? No, that's long. That's too long. Maybe like fifteen. Yay big? Fifteen feet, maybe. Okay. And then you also had a question for me. Have you ever watched Gilmore Girls? Hmm. Exciting stuff here in the in the theater. Um, I know I haven't. What's up with Gilmore Girls? <laughs> Goyles. <laughs> Kill my Goyles. Um, 
I I used to watch Gilmore Girls with my mom when I was a kid. It was on from 2000 2007. I've been rewatching it. Mm-hmm. It's a gold. It's a gold show. It's great. It's amazing. Is um, that our research for today? To watch yeah. Gilmore Girls? <laughs> Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. I can't uh, say it. No, but I I wanted to ask. Uh, I mentioned this in my other podcast too that I do called The Crypt. Mm-hmm. You should watch it or listen to it. Um, I have a few times. Would you Would you listen to a podcast where I reviewed Gilmore Girls episodes on my own? It's just you in a room talking about Gilmore Girls? Yes. I I don't know. I'd have to think about that. How long is the – is it one minute long? Because no. I could probably fit it. If it's, like, an hour long, I might have issues. I was thinking, like, not as long as the whole episode, but maybe, like, half an hour – because I, I think a whole episode's like 45 minutes, 50. You know, I think I'd rather watch a YouTube. <coughs> Whoa. You still. No. Um, I think I'd rather watch a YouTube series. Okay. Or I review Gilmore Girls. Just because episode. I want to see what your face looks like while you're talking about things. Okay. So I need a video camera, a decent mic. Mm-hmm. I kind of have that. And um, I can just review Gilmore Girls. I can't wait. I. <laughs> There are so many other shows, though, that you could watch that would probably be more interesting or that you know more about. First of all, how the fuck dare you? Gilmore Girls is fantastic. I I just watched an episode. I really don't know if it's not. I just watched an episode where Rory, uh on her first day at her new school, Mm -hmm. backs into the popular girl on accident and breaks her fucking diorama, right? Oh, okay. And the bitch is like... Uh, you broke my diorama. And Rory's like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, just stay away from me. And Rory's like, I'm sorry. And then the girl, right, the popular yeah. girl, like, goes into a classroom, like, like, like slightly off, like, camera. Mm-hmm. And Rory's like, oh, God, that was the worst. Um, and then she's like to this random student, hey, where's the history class? And the student's like, oh, in that room right there. And it's the room where the popular girl went in. Oh, no. How could that? And Rory's like, shit, of course it is. And she goes in, and the popular girl's like, bitch. And I'm like, bitch. Oh, oh, the conflict. So you would watch that, right? Just me doing that for like half an hour? Wait, is this just you recreating the episode in your own style? (laughs) No. Or are you actually like talking about it? I, I, I summarize the plot. Uh-huh. And then I, in a quick 28-minute loop. <laughs> and Yeah, and then I spent five minutes on what I thought of the episode, and then we're done. Okay. Um, well, today we're talking about... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, the, the different medias we looked at um, with, our, with our anarchy systems. Yeah, so, so we... Um, and <laughs> we're no longer talking about Gilmore Girls anymore. <laughs> this is going to become my Gilmore Girls podcast. You cannot. Just come, just come back every can't. year. Every, you know what? If you week. mention in every episode, it will actually be that, which kind of sucks. <laughs> um, so, anyways, um, yeah, we uh, looked at some media, like some media that um, is anarch- anarchistic. Is applies to our anarchy system. Yeah, and so. Um, we each did separate research, and we're going to talk about it now. Yes. Um, Aaron, do you want to go first? Do you want to talk about what? I would love to have you be quiet for a little bit while I think about things. Uh-huh. Um, so here's the thing. I've, I've categorized people's reactions to disasters in the following ways. Okay. One, people are stupid. Okay. Two, people give up. Okay. Okay. Three, people are blissfully unaware of what's happening 
just uh-huh. in general until okay. something happens. Sure. And last one is they just run. Okay. And here are my my examples of each. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. So in Vader Zim, hear me out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> these are very okay. In Invader Zim, um, the people, all the adults and the people other than the main characters are just flat out stupid. <laughs> so when... Except for the dad, right? The dad's like super smart. Oh, the dad's... Yeah, because the scientist. Yeah, obviously. Anyways, <laughs> I'm going to do an impression of him, but I don't want anymore. Do it. No. Um, no, I can't do it. <laughs> um, so yeah, all, all the adults, no matter what's happening with Invader Zim... And Dib, they're just they're just so fucking stupid. Right. Um, and that's the that's the case for a few other movies and usually kids shows. Right. Where, like they're just unaware of what's happening. Okay. Um, the other one is people just give up. Um, like in Lord of the Rings. I know. I know. It's getting wow. Low. Wow. Um, okay. In Lord of the Rings, um, I was just thinking about the the part, um, whether. Defending Helm's Deep or whatever, and yeah. there's all you know the army coming, and all the adults are just like, well, we're outnumbered, and they just like they're just sitting in like the uh-huh. cave or whatever, and they're just like <coughs> twiddling their thumbs, uh-huh. accepting fate. Um, yeah, but just the adults are like that. The kids just, aren't. Just the well, the kids aren't because they don't understand death yet, and, and they're about the, to. And also, the kids aren't there. What are you talking about? The kids know they they need every able body There's no, to there defend Helm's Deep. There are kids in that scene. Yes, there are. No, there are not. They're not like seven, but they're like twelve. They're, they're like on the cusp of teenager. And are you talking about the book or the goddamn movie? I'm talking movie? about the movie. Are you talking about the Hobbits? I'm talking about Helm's Deep. Are you talking about the Hobbits? Is that who you mean? No, not the Hobbits. I know they're short, but they're adult age. Yes, yes. I'm talking about the actual kids. There are not kids in the Helm's Deep scene. Jesus, yes, because they need a- every able body that they have of like 200 people. Swear to me right now that there are kids in that Helm's Deep scene. It's sort of like your high school. There's only like 40 people, and they have to defend the, the entire Helm's Deep. And so they like put the helmet on the kid, and after, like after this episode, I want you to show me. The Battle of Helm's Deep Sea. Oh my I god! I want to see these kids. Okay, in the actual battle, they don't show many kids. Yeah, because n- there aren't because, any. Because, because, um, for cinematic purposes, right? Everybody has to be a bolt and have like you know able body fighting. But in the lead up to the big fight, they have all the kids put on armor and like have like really dull ass swords, and they're just like burp, burp, okay, like okay. Show me that scene after this episode. Okay, I'll show you the scene, but just stick with me. Listen, what the point is? Okay. That they give up. That's the point. Okay. Is that that's another sure. another way that you know you can look at? They're all giving up, right? Because sure, because disasters happening, and then they're all like, "Well, we're all gonna die." All right, the next one. Um, we're gonna talk about um, Stranger Things because, please, you know the dad in Stranger Things who's like, I "Oh, seen the- Stranger Things." Fuck you, dude. <laughs> All right, I'm talking directly to the audience now. You know the dad in Stranger Things is always like, um, "Well, we can trust the government because they're, you know, they know what's best for us," and like the government is just like, you know, backstabbing and right. like, there's monsters and shit. Um, which, which which version? Which trope is this? Which which? Like- this one is blissfully unaware. Okay. So. Um, you know, major events happening and disaster for some people involved in the in the in the show. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, the parents are just unaware of what's happening. Or there's that trope where like, um, there's like a fight sequence in the background, yeah. and like, and then there's like in the foreground, there's the people just like mopping or whatever. Yeah, Stanley uh, and the Amazing Spider-Man one. Yes, thank you. Um, and the last one, which is in like every single disaster or 
um, emergency situation, which is just people running away. Um, I just I wrote down The Incredibles because in like every scene in The Incredibles when there's fighting, there's just everybody else like ants, right. you know, right. just yeah. fucking ants everywhere. So, uh, can I? Are you done? I have yes, a I'm done. Okay. Uh, where does something like Everest fit in? Oh. Oh God! I have to tell them they're stupid, that they're blissfully unaware. Oh, oh, they give up. There we go. Well, some of them do, but not all of them. Um, <clears throat> I think that I think there's another category that you missed where people try to survive. Oh, that can't be it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I'm talking about. Wait. Well, hmm. I was talking mainly about NPCs, the background people. Okay. Okay. Sure. Um. So the protagonists are always the one who survive. Try to survive. Yes, I guess so. That's I guess that's the the thing I'm saying. Okay. Um, but I'm gonna write that down, I guess, because yeah, I guess people there are NPCs that try to survive and are like you know yeah. equal to the players. to the protagonists or sure. the players that are like or even competing for the same resources. Um, so, in all caps, trying to survive. Kind of missed that one, huh? Yeah, a little bit of a big one. <laughs> so. Uh, okay. Those are, so those are some, some different categories and different different uh, That's different films. An interesting way to acknowledge it, like uh, to look to look at the genre. What did um, you look at? Because I realized I didn't even look at games. <laughs> I just looked at like what was on Netflix at the time. So it's funny that you say that. Um, are yours only games? No, uh, I didn't think of that many games either. But mm-hmm. I do have a few examples. Um, so a lot of the um, disaster stuff I looked at. I tried to keep it a little varied, so. Mm-hmm. For example, um, the Walking Dead Telltale video game. Here's a game. Oh, um, never played it. Is, I mean, the Walking Dead in general is an exp- exploration of how humans react to disaster scenarios, right? Yes. Um, so while the Walking Dead um, is a little bit um, uh, dramatic, like, like overtly dramatic, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, I don't know that people would be killing other people that fast, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I think it's interesting to try and incorporate that sense of like analysis of human psyche into like disaster scenarios. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like that's very much like a zombie movie trope, right? Is like the, the people are the real monsters. <laughs> yeah. um, but like, if you if you can figure out a way in a game, yes, our game, Burp. to uh, like analyze, like to to, to Look at different people's reactions to like disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really viable. Uh, I <clears throat> couldn't really fit, fit that in the anarchy system because that's a little like it's a little bit DM. Like I think you have to, the DM has to come up with that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, oh, you're just oh. <clears throat> you're just disgusting. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking dying. Uh huh. Um, so that was one thing. Um, I. Went over Everest and Only the Brave. Do you remember Only the Brave? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Firefighters. Great movie. Uh-huh. Um, and I can't. I kind of, like, thought about the same stuff that you did. Like, the different types of people, like, that different react. Different type of reactions? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically in, like, disaster scenarios, not just zombie apocalypses. Right. Because um, if zombie apocalypses are, like, about, like, the extremes of, like, reactions. Right. Disaster movies like Only the Brave and Everest are about the more... "Quote unquote realistic reactions." The more right? rational ones. Yeah, um, that's not to say they're realistic, obviously, because it's a fucking movies. But uh huh, dunked on. Um, Good point. But 
looking at like those sorts of movies kind of got me thinking about um, that and also for the anarchy system how things just kind of keep getting worse like like that common trope and narrative we talked about this before how yeah. like like we've been over this yeah like snowball yeah, things exactly. get worse exactly yeah and so i thought so how does that relate to the anarchy system so uh compounding if we'll get to that when we get to my anarchy system. all right all right um so it's sorry back to the media yeah um and then i also okay i, I like talking about kaiju um, we are, okay. No, 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 no. no. Okay, here, 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 all right, all right. Here you here, go. Me? Godzilla's it, it's a, a metamorphosis of what? Go on. Yeah, so, I meant to say me- metaphor, but... You're an idiot. So, um, kaiju movies like Pacific Rim and uh, every Godzilla movie got me thinking about government reactions to disasters. Oh, okay. did you expect that, Aaron? No, I didn't expect that. Yeah, that's what I fucking thought, you stupid although bitch. Although the government isn't important. Go on. So, um, I couldn't help but wonder, like, if... Maybe that's another thing we like think should think about is if mm-hmm. we should gamify like mechanic mechanicalize mm-hmm. the government in our game. Is that like a separate mechanic we should consider? This isn't related to the anarchy system, mm-hmm. but it got me thinking. Is that like do you think you know, do you think it's worth thinking about? Like the DM plays the role as both well, the government and the the disaster itself. Well personified. I mean I mean I mean, no, yes and no. I, what I'm asking is, like, like, should we, like, give the government, like, a mechanic similar to, like, the disaster creation system or the anarchy system mm-hmm. in our game so that the government is a constant force that the DM or the GM relays mm-hmm. to the players and that, that, that affects the players? you get what I'm saying? Should we make the government into a mechanic hmm. that the DM should track? I mean... Is the government a like a, a constant in every disaster on on every scale? Um, because like because like the goal is to that's a is to question. escape or survive a situation. By the time they're gone, does is, has the government played any role? Can the government play any role by I the mean, time they're leaving? I'd argue for most disasters that it's a yes. Okay, even um, like small towns. Well, yeah, you, like police. Firefighters, like it might not be like the the military's coming in, but it mm-hmm. might be you know <laughs> firefighters, police, you know, like emergency response. Okay. Um. How about we put a pin in this, uh-huh. and I'll talk about it when I talk about my anarchy system. Okay, so put a pin. Government. Yes, anarchy. System. That's our pin. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was the that was the pin. What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> it was the pin. It was like a raindrop. Is that your sound for is that, is that for putting a pen in something? Is that okay? Okay. Oh. So you have an anarchy system, Aaron. Do you want to tell us about it? Oh yes. Okay. So the actual system. Yep. Um. Boop, boop, boop. Did you use playing cards? I see playing cards on your de- on our desk. Yes, just playing cards. Oh boy. Um, but excited. I don't think it actually because at first I thought about it. So, um, so obviously every action. Like affects our anarchy system, right? Of Not course. like every single action. A lot of know, actions, but a lot of actions do. Um, and at first, I thought like, oh, what if um, for every action that the DM sees as um, more chaotic or more like controlly, they could just like slide a card face down to you, and if it was um, uh, if it was red, it would be 
towards more like control, and if it was black, it'd be more towards chaos. Okay. And then at one point, um, all the players turn over their cards, and you see like where your actions led you. Um, but the issue with that was I didn't like the the DM taking cards from their deck and then right. and then putting it onto the onto the um, you know onto the game space because mm-hmm. then it thins out their deck. Right. And if we use other mechanics like that um, um, that heart roll, where if you draw a heart, you right. persevere. If we use that, then yeah, um, then that and you're giving the out card economy, right? Yeah, it messes with the card economy. I, so I, I like that idea, but I agree with you that like using cards too much is probably not a good idea for the card economy thing. Right, because then when the DM has uh, like important draws to make or important um, moves to make, it it's like oh well, you know, twenty of my fucking cards are on the are already face down because of this. Right. Um. So I just I dumped that because okay. it didn't seem right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I did, however, think about how. Um, our disaster creation system. You mentioned that the the suits could be the um, the categories, right? right. Yes. Um, like catastrophic or severe, or whatever, right? Right. Um, so I just put four categories from my anarchy system. Okay. There's two um, that are going to be more like more democratic or like less chaotic, more controlled, and there's two that are more towards anarchy and um, uh, disaster. Okay. So the left two is um, control, and then distress, panic, and then anarchy. So that's the sliding scale. So everything's in control, or there's distress, <coughs> there's panic, um, and then there's just complete anarchy. Okay. Um, and these are it's this is like a line, right? Like you go back and forth between these. Right. You depending on depending on the actions. Okay. So um, let's see. Um, and then the NPC's response to your players changes, of course. So right. in control, um, it's neutral. And then um, going to the right, it's you have like negative one, negative two, and negative three to your interactions with people because they're less rational and less likely to be um, friendly towards you. Right. So yeah, zero, negative one, negative two, negative three towards anarchy. So in anarchy, you're at negative three. Um, every NPC across the board is going to be... Um, pretty fucking like scared and like right, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and then I was also looking at um, I was looking at articles for humans' reactions to disasters and whatnot, and about like fire escape and all this. Mm-hmm. And I forgot that um, that your body has a response to. <laughs> You're laughing. But I forgot that your body has a response to disasters. Yep. Um, and there was like a list of things that happen, like oh, your your eyesight and your strength and like all this, like. I'm pretty sure we talked about that on air at one point. Ah, who who knows? Um, So along the same thing, I have a list for your body's response to disasters, which is weird because as you get closer to anarchy, um, your interactions with NPCs goes down, but your personal, um, your personal like physical stuff goes up. So in the control one, with uh, control and, and distress, you're at plus zero. You're just normal. But when you get into panic and anarchy, you have plus one and plus two to, um, like, strength or acrobatics or whatever, okay. um, depending on what you're doing. So as, as, a, as a way to show you that your body is, like, like you're in freak-out mode. You're right. a freak. You're, you know. yeah, yeah, no, I get you. Um, and so I thought that was kind of interesting. And then 
I wanted there to be... You should just put two t- like little, little pins in them. Two little pins. Yeah. Um, in Control and Distress, I wanted there to be like a pool of random events that could happen to you, okay. um, to your party. So like um, getting helpful items, um, sharing resources with NPCs, and we're getting like new intel for like um, where to go next or like mm-hmm. what's happening in, in the, the world around you. And then in Panic and Anarchy, you have a pool of random events that fucking suck. So like a, a stampede of people running is more likely or there's complications or aggressive NPCs are trying to um, do something. So yeah. I like this idea, like the one you just talked about, like the random events. And, mm-hmm. um, maybe is there a way do you think like we could do a thing where like if you play a certain card, a random event happens and you like roll a dice on a random event table. Sure. I so just, they're like truly random. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, I just don't know who would pull the card and what card. Um, I thought about... Because like, well, what I was thinking... Do you mind? Uh, yes. Take so, the take the rain. Yeah. So what I was thinking would be like, because like, let's say players draw from a single deck, right? Mm-hmm. In like the center for their cards that they use in the game, right? Mm-hmm. So say like the fucking, I don't know, the, the, the jack of like the... It, this yes, jack yes. of spades the jack of spades right if you draw the jack of spades uh then a random event happens if anybody does get this shit okay, i'm excited because we have to have individual decks right sure so that we have deck manipulation for all your skills right uh, okay so it has to be separate okay. however uh-huh. um you have the jokers out of the deck so our yeah. random our random um, encounters can be oh well now that you're at this point you're an anarchy. You have to shuffle both your jokers into your deck. Oh, I like that. That's a good idea. And then when you draw a joker, hey, roll, roll it up. Did you just cover that? Yes. You're Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> Stop. Should write, should write that down. What's wrong with you? Um, okay, let me write that down. Um, using jokers um, as random events because yes. that way, I don't know. I don't even have to explain anything. It's no, just that, no, it makes we sense. already explained it. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, is that the end of your anarchy system? Um, let me double check. Cause I have a- oh, uh, last thing was um, that certain disasters have a minimum anarchy level. Um, so if it, because we talked about it last time, where if it's something like crazy or you're mixing disasters, then like it doesn't make sense if it's at such a low level of anarchy. Right. So I think if you if you're crossing Disasters, or maybe like doing a specific disaster, like um, catastrophic tornado. Then your your disaster level, sorry, your anarchy level has to be like minimum panic. Right. Like, okay. There's like gonna be nobody who's gonna be like completely in control. Like, right. Okay. It's, it's too. It's too big. Right. So I have a question. Okay. Uh, how do you? How does anarchy increase and decrease? Did I miss that? I feel like I did not hear that. Um, you didn't hear it because um, I don't have a... You know how I said that um, they would pass a card you face down? Right, yes. And I was like, oh, that's stupid. So instead of that, um, the DM just makes Decides. a note themselves, you okay. know, like on a piece of paper or whatever, like so, this is where the anarchy is going. With, so. with every action they seem, <clears throat> they deem um, chaotic or... Democratic or whatever. So, uh, you. It's Me. funny because what I made basically fits into your system, 
You're, but okay. it determines. It, it's it makes it so that you can determine the anarchy level and that it can change. So, okay. So, so I'll explain mine to you. Does that sound good? <laughs> what? So, so uh, okay. So ha- I did it with trackers, uh, like counters, because that's just easy. Okay. Um, so there are two counters that you have to pay attention to for the anarchy system. Mm-hmm. There's the anarchy level and the danger level. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay, for the viewers at home, I can't like, I'm gonna describe, or the listeners at home, I'm gonna describe this to you <laughs> as best I can. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a little bit visual, so I'll show you, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you guys get it at home. And I'll go, ooh, exactly. that makes completely sense to me. So, so, <laughs> so uh, for the anarchy level, there is unstable, dangerous, desperate, and cataclysm, cataclysmic. Oh, it's four. Okay, yeah, right? Hey, I, I chose four too. Yeah, that's crazy. So um, the anarchy uh, counter goes from left to right um, mm-hmm. and pro- like progressively like worse. The danger level goes from right to left. Mm-hmm. So um, you start at one mm-hmm. uh, on the far right, and then you go to two, to, your, to its left, mm-hmm. and three to its left, and four to its left, and five, mm-hmm. uh, and then it restarts at one after you get to five. Yes. Um, so basically, the anarchy level uh, is, you know, the how bad things are. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like the state of the world in which the players inhabit. Yes. So in my system, unstable is the worst. Things are always at least a little unstable. Right. Uh, and then they go from d- to dangerous and then desperate and then cataclysmic. Okay? Okay. The danger level um, always starts at one. Mm-hmm. And um, as players... Um, and NPCs uh, commit actions. Mm-hmm. Certain actions um, move the danger uh, level uh, to the left, mm-hmm. right? So um, maybe you blow up a car, uh, you're, you're in an unstable anarchy level. Yes. Your danger level goes from three to four or okay. you know one to two. Um, but there are some actions like blowing up a building somehow mm-hmm. that would like move it completely like like five, like five across, and so it's mm-hmm. or four across, and it's totally like you move to the next anarchy level immediately. Does that make sense? So when you get to the last level of danger, yes. Yeah, so when you, you go up an anarchy level, yes. Yeah, so you start at one, mm-hmm. right? Um, if you go to five, then you uh, go up one anarchy level, right? So from when unstable, you get to five, or when you get to five get and to, go one more. No, when you get to five. When you get to five. Yes, you go from say unstable to dangerous. Um, now, now if, is um, when you get to five, you reset to one. Yes. On the next, on the, okay. Correct. Um, however, yes. if you're at like say three, mm-hmm. and you reduce the anarchy level through some actions to one, mm-hmm. then you go back in okay. anarchy level. So it it's a fluid system. It goes Got back it. and forth, right? Okay. Um, so it's just there's just four of them, and then yeah, um, there's like one through five for each of those. Yes. And you're just going up and down. Yes. The scale. Um. So, yeah, let me just make sure I got everything uh, changed based on NPC and player actions. Um, the higher the anarchy level, the more serious an event has to be to change the danger level. So, like, in Unstable, mm-hmm. blowing up a car, that goes up, like, that increases your danger level by one, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, um, that moves you along the track. Right. But if it's, like, cataclysmic, blowing up a car... It's not. A, it doesn't not, cut it. Yeah, it doesn't. That's happening every. Look over there. Yeah, literally. No. That's blowing up car right now. That's another one. Look at that. So, okay. So the the worse the anarchy level is, mm-hmm. the more serious the event has to be to move the danger level along. Okay, I like that. Um. 
how far uh, an event moves the danger level is decided by the GM. Um, the anarchy level is decided by the GM at the start of the game, mm-hmm. um, and it's obviously fluid. Um, the situation obviously gets worse as the anarchy uh, level goes up. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, basically what I designed fits into your thing. We just need to change mm-hmm. some stuff around a little bit. But I, for me, it sounds like I I, I decided how how fluid it is, how it yes. how it moves around, and you decided literally everything else. Woo! Look at us, like, Good remember job. when Good I job. made a joke, like, a week ago being like, what if the work we do is half could... and half? Yeah. Again. Yeah, and guess what? It is. It's pretty damn close. <sighs> We're just a great team. You know what I'm doing? No. <laughs> doing the, we go together, like, on the player Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Tanner, sitcom. Um, this, is, this, is, uh, this podcast is our sitcom. You yeah, know, it's like the same except we have different um, titles for our. Um, I forgot. Why are you hitting me with a pen? I forgot. Are you serious? Other, In front of the, the listeners? The other, yeah, the other media <laughs> I reviewed. Oh, what was the other media? So there's a show, it's called Gilmore Girls, okay? You cannot possibly have a Gilmore Girls media for this anarchy system. I accept that challenge. Okay, uh, tell me. So. Things are really stable in Gilmore Girls. Oh, uh-huh. disasters don't really happen in the same way, but there is this human drama, oh, right? Oh, yeah, one episode. Like Laura, when there was an earthquake. Like Laura, school collapsed. Is thirty-two, and she had Rory when she was sixteen. She had to drop out of high school for that. And that was a bit of a big deal, obviously. It's not a disaster. Her, her, it is a personal big event. Okay. Uh, so Lorelai's parents are really rich, mm-hmm. and they're not happy with her. Because she did that, obviously, right? Because mm-hmm. they have a status to maintain. Because they're like rich East Coast people. Mm-hmm. Um, but she works her way up and becomes. But this is by the first episode. So it's not a spoiler. Uh-huh. Uh, she works her way up and becomes the general manager of a inn mm-hmm. in this town called Stars Hollow, which is like the okay. main setting for the sure. in uh, the show, and it's really cute. Yeah. Um. I they're they're like is a Gilmore Girls con. Okay. Um. No. Okay. Never mind. You're lying about the last part, right? I'm not. I swear to God, that's uh, a Gilmore Girls con. When's the last time it met? Uh, like, like, I remember looking this up a couple years ago, and it was, like, fairly recently. Mm. I can show you after the podcast. I would bet money that it still happens every year. Okay, you're going to show me Gilmore Girls, and I have to show you Helm's Deep, where they dress up the kids in armor. I swear it happens. It's an important scene, because it's sad. So what we still have to work on all right, all for right. our game, uh, we have to expand the number of abilities. Um, yes. That you know each skill has, mm-hmm. and we need to design the combat. Yes. Because even if combat is discouraged, it should still be have mechanics, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, for the next episode, yes, our research, uh, we're gonna look at how different tabletop games do combat, mm-hmm. because combat's the next thing we're gonna work on, maybe. So, um. Well, we're going to research. The, the games <laughs> that we're going to research. Yeah. Uh, we're going to research Pathfinder 1st Edition, mm-hmm. Call of Cthulhu, mm-hmm. Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, uh-huh. and 4th Edition, and Castle Falkenstein. Wow. Um, so we're going to look at each of those games. They all have different combat systems? Uh, D&D and Pathfinder are somewhat similar, but other than that, I believe so, yes. This is going to be sick. So we'll look at each of those games, see how they do their combat, and we will come back and discuss. And then after combat, we expand our abilities. And then we're not done, but we're like. But then we have like a 
We have a game. We have, we have a functional game once we, we make. Thing once we that do. we can like play around with. Exactly. Which is sick. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. So, um, yeah, we're in a research pathfinder called Cthulhu D and uh, Castle Falkenstein. We will design our own combat systems. Does that sound good to you? <laughs> yeah. Let's, okay. So let's each design our own combat systems, and, and then, then we'll make one. Actually, we'll actually we'll, just make we'll one back. decent combat. I hope system. they conflict violently. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? I'm like, I want to do it with cards, and Aaron's like, we're doing it with dice. <laughs> okay. Sure. Um, oh, I have. I have social medias for us. Are you serious? Yeah. You're just telling me this now, on live on air. Well, because it's the end, so this is when we mention it. Thanks, Aaron. You told wait at the end of the last episode. You said that that's my homework or something. And oh, I that's was like, no, that's true. But I thought you would have told me about it before we started wow. our episode. Okay, so you okay? So on Instagram, uh huh, and Twitter, it's the same handle. Oh my God, you're crazy. Okay, so PCP was um I don't know a bad handle. Because it's PCP. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. So that was a, I don't know, bad. Yeah, um, okay. And then Players, Creators, Procrastinators was uh, a little too long. It was kind of an eyesore for me okay. typing it out. Um, so on Insta and on Twitter, it's just Play, players... create. What? Play, create, procrastinate. No. Damn it. Try again. Players, C, procrastinators. Nope. It's just Players, Creators. Damn, okay. I like so that. So at... Players, creators, it's all lowercase. Any nothing, nothing fancy. Nothing fancy. Any? No, like, players, creators, 71. Because, you know. Yeah, obviously. So um, wait. No XX, no players, com- creators, XX. Commas? There's no commas. So literally just the words it's players, creators. Players, creators. That's a, those are good handles. We got we got, we got got lucky. Um, we, don't have a, we don't have a post anywhere. I was about to say, do have we posted anywhere? We haven't posted anything. Um, so we're going we're gonna to have to take a, like a selfie or something okay. um, so that we can post it. Oh, well, you know, we, we can go outside, find some good lighting for us. Hey, you know what we can take a selfie of? Hmm? You showing me Helm's Deep and me showing you the Gilmore Girls Con. <laughs> Great. Okay. <laughs> so um, that's it, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, we are at Players Creators. Yeah. Uh, we will have posts up there soon. <laughs> we will have posts. Yeah, soon. Hopefully. Um if you want to follow us on social media personally, um, I am at Sherlock Tanner. Damn, I'm just gonna plug it. Yeah, uh, on Twitter, I don't, I don't really use my Instagram, so don't worry about that. Uh, uh, Aaron is at. I feel like I want to change mine to be honest, but it's 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 at anti bagel blog at anti bagel blog. Yeah, so it's just it's a mouthful. I gotta. It is anti bagel blog. I gotta swap with something. Yeah, um, but yeah, follow us on social media on all the social medias that we have. Um, we will be back in two weeks. No more hiatuses unless I end up dying again, I guess. For but combat. Gonna we're going to fight. Yeah, it actually, we're going to record Aaron and I actually engaging in gladiatorial combat. <laughs> we're going <gonna>, to <laughs> go. We're going to make a game. We're going to die trying. Yes. Or we're going to go make it.